here's another situation. You know how, well, you may probably didn't, but we have to shower outside, right? Sometimes we shower outside. I showered outside. And you Not when I started having butts, but I showered outside. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I shower outside, even up to that point. And you have a, the neighbor, because the neighbor has um elevated house, right? It's not really a upstairs, but it's elevated enough where I think he climbed up on something through his washroom to look through. And literally, when I look, I see this man masturbating while I'm showering. Is that molestation? What do you deem that as? Molestation. Okay. At what point do, do you believe children sh I mean, we have this thing, children should be seen and not be heard. And as we as we already pointed out, sometimes a child speaks and it's like no no one believes them. But to, if there's a point where okay, they've been heard, there should be a follow a follow through with honoring because this right. is where the creation of trauma happens or resentment or defensiveness happens. And more than honoring, it's a follow through as in how to prevent to prevent. There you go. Because whatever that occurs from reoccurring. Prevention is the operative thing. Right, and if it's happened before, I, I wouldn't need my child to say to me, well, mom, my kid is eight, and right now if he goes into the bathroom and I go to he check on him, him, he does not, but I, I have to check on him periodically and, and time him, but he'll get up and he'll push me out. And I do come out. I come out, I said, okay, and let him do his thing. But then, like, 15 minutes i'm yelling his name because i know he's in there doing something something but then you come out so he knows that he can maintain his privacy not too much but he gets some form of privacy even at eight because my co-worker was speaking about the whole the whole thing about um and because we we had a big debate about the uncle lick my cookie um conversation right and um they were saying, well, one of them was a male was saying that he used to change his niece and then they like they would play or whatever and then she would go like she would go on like anima or whatever and then after she did she would like uncle you come on me now. So he said, you know what, from that day, because he's married, he said, I whenever she comes over, I tell my wife anything to to to, to cater to to her clean washing whatever you have to do it mm -hmm. you have to do it because if he if, and this is a thing where certain per, like there there are persons who would see red flags as to where what could things could lead to even though they know within themselves they're not going to do that but see you know and and like we said the operative thing is prevention so before even saying i'm strong and i'm gonna do that make sure that the preventative measure is like you know before it even go the minute that it's there's a trigger there's a there's a something insinuating or whatever the case may be put that thing in force put that force put that know, sometimes we know what's appropriate and what's inappropriate you know mm -hmm. so he acted on what he thought was inappropriate right so he corrected that situation which a lot of times that can solve a lot of problems knowing the difference no. between what is appropriate and what is inappropriate and, and doing what you need to do to prevent that which prevent is inappropriate it. so and then there's there's also this 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 then another scenario where uh my co-worker but she's a grandma right so she has her her grand a boy and a girl grandson granddaughter comes over and i believe one is five one is seven and 
they have their room right when they come over and everything and she went in just to you know pick out clothes for them and everything and she and then the the the, the, the i don't know if it was the, the son or the daughter says uh grandma you know you don't you, you can't come inside our room anymore because no one is to see us change uh-huh. right and she left in a culture like jamaica that is not always the case they would tell you you're smelling yourself you see there's a there's a there's a there's certain things that we that we have statistics about where the greatest the, the highest number of this is it's based on a traditional ignorance that person have been grown up to and they come up come up um conditioned to it as well and these things lead to a continuation of it or even something happening worse because then they're gonna tell you you yeah, smell yourself or um leave the door open or whatever the case may be and then these things lead to other things right. because here's someone else gonna come and the door is open it's your it's not you it's not mommy it's not daddy but there's someone else and who knows what happens what can happen you just have so, to learn how to people just have to learn how to differentiate or identify which situation they can allow and which one they can disallow so again it's about what is appropriate and what is inappropriate so if my five-year-old says to me well mommy i don't want you to bathe me anymore i know my five-year-old judging right because this may be different for other five-year-olds but mm-hmm. if it's the case where my five-year-old cannot properly bathe herself, yes, as the parent, I will bathe my five-year-old. Mm-hmm. If you cannot properly manage to bathe yourself, right? But now my nine-year-old, who has mastered that independence of bathing himself, says to me, well, mommy, I don't want you to bathe me anymore. I can honor that because you have yeah. mastered how to bathe yourself, and I trust you to bathe yourself so I can allow you that independence. So again, it's it's just really identifying when to go, when to stop, what is appropriate, what is inappropriate, what gives a sense of discomfort, and what is comforting. So just knowing where where the line is. And in the case where it's okay, since we're on bathing, they're not bathing themselves properly. What are some things that you could do? Make it inclusive, okay show them like wash here wash that wash that but don't like how how do you i can assist if you're not bathing yourself you properly, i can assist i don't need to i can stand by i can mm-hmm. watch to see how you're doing i can instruct you i can assist but i would not just make it feel like a bullying yeah when i know that all you're gonna do is gonna splash water soap <laughs> on your belly my, my son used to do that just put the soap on his belly and on his foot and he was done mm-hmm. so I had to stand by so it just depends it, it's knowing again your limits what your limitations are and how far you can go so what are some pointers that we can uh, put out there for parents or guardians uh, who has children to develop a sense of trust make sure that their trust is on par like you know, understand their child enough. And, and the thing is, sometimes we, they may believe, sometimes we, we believe we understand, understand uh, uh, to the point where we can assume what is right, what is truthful or what is not. When Sometimes that's not even the case. 
that's not well most of the times are wrong <laughs> which with or just decide siding be open to listening making sure that that communication between you and your child is optimal so yes, and listen listen yeah listen to intonation listen to volume you know watch body body gestures all of that and that's no, true push to understand the child enough to yeah push so be be more aware be more aware present you know and observing observant um what else let them know that you're listening because you know let them know that you actually hear like i actually hear maybe they don't see you act or you don't act because sometimes we hear some things it's you don't want to push and say jump right away even though my mom she's a crazy woman i know she would do that or my dad but you don't want to jump right away right it's like take listen and then in your head try to figure out how is it that i'm gonna go about this you know approaching the the the, the perpetrator or whatever the case may be whatever it takes to do that <coughs> excuse me confrontation be supportive. so be, be supportive. supportive let them know that you you support <coughs> them love trust support are three presents presence communication observation observation what are we at five primary mm-hmm. um, components of a parent-child relationship. relationship especially when it comes to preventing child molestation or even addressing it sometimes you may not be quick enough to prevent it but you and, can and a major one a major one allowing the child to have a voice no children should be seen and not be heard thing allow the child to have a voice so the child knows that i can speak i can say what is what is there something that is disconcerting to me is there something that is bothering me that i'm not comfortable with i can speak i can say it that comes with trust as well but more so allowing the child to have a voice because the majority of the time the 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 molester would use the the whole speech or vocal vocalizing thing as a if you say it, no one will will know right and, and therefore they don't say but the thing is as, as if they are are being given this right and, and and you know this this ability to always speak even if it takes a while for them to trust or whatever they will still speak it so at least you can't say they didn't say Right, and in addition to all those things, I think it's important to maintain the roles of parent and child because you need to allow that child to know that That's you good. are a parent in the sense that you I'll don't have to you. take care of me, I can take care of you. Yes. Right? So you don't have to ever have to worry about protecting me. It is my role go. as a parent to protect mm-hmm. you and not the other way around. Yes. Definitely. Well, guys, thank you for joining us on yet another episode of Unbelievably Awkward. We do enjoy your company. We hope that you also enjoy the show. Be sure to email us with any questions, concerns, updates at unbelievablyawkward at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Bye.